Bang it all out right now. <laughs> I just started recording, and that's the first thing people hear. Bang, Bang it, it all out, out right now. Nope, we're not banging it out just yet, Ted. All right, we're getting close. If we're going to bang it, we got to hit this button, I guess. Let's see. Nope. Wait a minute. It is the other one. It I think you just didn't one. have the pot on. I didn't? Yeah, it potted up. Pot it up and bang it out. Ladies and there gentlemen, please welcome Ted Smith, Smith and Steve Mix. Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. What's up, Ted? Steve. I, you know, I did not know, A, you were gone. All right. And B, that you 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 died and came back to life. <laughs> Perfect. I, yeah, and we're getting close to Easter. I was looking a little... <laughs> the resurrection little, of the Ted Smith. Yeah, I was looking a little rough around the edges yesterday. To paint a picture, I, I, I'm in, this, in the office, and we I share an office with Taryn Daly, and then everyone on the men's room. So it's right. myself, Taryn, we're in one little area, and then you guys are all in the other little area. And you walk in... And look no different than I usually would see you. But everyone in the room is just like, Ted, you look way better. And I'm like, is Ted sick? What happened? Like, oh, my God. Yesterday, you look like death. Today, you look like the Ted that we know and love. It was bad. Yesterday was one of those days, Steve, where uh, like Thrill goes, is it oddly cold in here? And I go, I have no idea. I've just kind of. You know when you're like hungover, hungover, you just kind of have that sweat going? Yes. It's like, I've just been kind of sweating all day, feeling gross. You feeling a little clammy? Yeah. It's exactly what it was. Man, so what happened? Uh, So <laughs> I was going to meet. So usually we do our tailgate tour. We go to a tailgate game. Yes. But my brother. For college football. For college football. My brother's, uh, it's my niece's, his daughter's uh, 21st birthday. Okay. So he told her when she was like 13, when you turn 21, I've never been to Vegas, we'll go together. Your, your uncle's going to get you wasted. <laughs> well, no, he, this is my brother. Oh. Right? It's his daughter, but she held on to it. Okay. So then like last year, she was like, hey, so I'm turning 21. Like, I still want to go to Vegas. This is amazing. So they're going to Vegas in the fall. I'm going in the fall for that F1 race. Okay. So we kind of, we just decided we'd do a trip. Not in the fall. Yeah. And then we were like, why don't we go to Scottsdale? There's tons of stuff going on in the desert. We can do spring training. So, yeah, that's how it kind of came together. And then, yeah. How far was spring training from Scottsdale? Because isn't it Peoria? So the Mariners are in Peoria, but okay. we went to see the Mariners play the Rockies. Oh, so it was in Scottsdale. <sighs> Ish. Ish, yeah. Like 10-minute, okay. 15-minute Uber That's ride. awesome. Because there's some giant... Uh, like casino and top golf and like two or three stadiums in this one area that this one tribe built. Okay. So yeah, pretty good. And the stadium was super nice. Did you happen to see the vanilla missile? The vanilla missile. It's a, a pitcher. Of, we had him on our show, and we, just because of his nickname alone, he's 18 years old. He's like just got drafted by the Mariners. He's considered like you know this teen phenom. Got a fast pitch, and I don't know if he's gonna make the team yet because he's so young. But uh, Walter Ford. All right. Uh, got nice flow going, blonde-haired kid, but his nickname is the Vanilla Missile. That's wild. Yeah, I, I already bought a hat. Because he, he has his own line of merchandise, all Vanilla Missile stuff. It's phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, I bought his lawn seats. Like, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I watched a ton of the game. No. We were having too much fun BSing with people. It's like when I went to the Seattle Portland Pickles, I don't remember seeing a single pitch. Yeah. Like, you're just outside drinking beer and hanging out with everybody. Yeah. And, right, and there's, like, bachelor parties, bachelorette parties. Uh-huh. Went to Dirk Bentley's bar. How was that? I mean, it was fun. I was in there in the middle of the day and was still like, this is super cool. Uh, the main thing is, it's just, it's just warmer. 
people are just more attractive, but they're also friendly. Like I don't, I'm not. I try never to come down on Seattle for the Seattle, like the Seattle freeze. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's the truth. Yeah, like like you could just talk to chicks. Like you're not hitting on them, but they're not all worried about it. I noticed that when we only went once. My wife and I went for the Super Bowl, and you know, went to Scottsdale, Glendale, we, we Phoenix. Right, we we did everything around that area when the Seahawks unfortunately lost to the Patriots in that game. But the one thing we walked away from, in addition to weather being great in February. In yeah. Arizona, but we were like, everybody here is so nice. Yeah, people will actually chat. Yeah, they just want to talk to you. Yeah. I don't know what that feels like here in Seattle. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, some of the bartenders, and like, even some of the bars we went to at night, like, my buddy's like, what are you talking to that group of, I was like, look, they're like 23. They know I'm not hitting on them, but I'm like, I don't know. They just want to chat. Yeah. So I'm like, we're doing it. God forbid people just want to have conversation. And not every time does it mean that you're, I mean, I understand that sometimes people deal with other people getting hit on and that sucks. Yeah, you know, if you don't want to be hit on, but more often than not, people are at a bar to be social. Yeah, I met some like Australian dudes. I'm pretty sure I was getting hit on by like a woman in her sixties. Nice. Us, or us if we were at the casino. And then, like, my buddies all come down from upstairs in the casinos. I was, you know, I'm like, ah, we could gamble, but it's like twenty five dollar minimums. Okay, so I was like, I'm not good enough at blackjack, like. Like, finally, I'm like, where is there a bar? And there's like, oh, there's a big one downstairs. Perfect. So I just start chatting up this woman, and then they come down. So now it's like at 45 minutes, hour later, and her, her husband comes over and goes, Are you up here talking to all the young bucks? And I was like, oh, All right. Yeah. <laughs> Little devil's threesome with the young buck. Let's go. Right. I just love the visual of one bar, your friends come back and they see you just like hollering at some 23 year old hot Scottsdale chicks, right? right? Next bar, they come up and they see you just like full on gilf hunter. Right? It's like, Ted doesn't care. That was the big discussion. Just like, you'll just talk to anybody. I was like, yeah, I mean, everybody kind of knows that about me. Oh, 100%. Yeah. That's amazing. But yeah, it was a super fun trip, but whew, yeah, I paid the price. Oh yeah. That was the funniest thing when you walked in and everyone was just like, Ted's alive. <laughs> well, my last week has not been nearly as eventful. I am now a four eye. I well, you have glasses. I have glasses. I am now a four eyed. I, I don't, don't think know. that's a term, Steve. Uh, I don't know what it, four eyes. I, I guess got four yeah. eyes. Hey, four eyes. What are we twelve yes. playing little league? Yes, hit the ball, four eyes. Let's go, four eyes. You coming out with us, four eyes? Jesus. Hey, hey sorry, I farted. And it's not a good one. Uh, <laughs> Oh man! Oh yeah, we were hanging out. Yeah, when we got back in a bar, and somebody just goes, "Dude, you've got to stop farting." I was like, Look, between getting off a plane, drinking for three days, eating nothing but chicken wings, like my body is not happy with me right now. Was the food situation good there? I mean, you mean we right? We ordered pizzas and we ate wings. Okay, like it was bar food. It was right. It was the same. Why thing am I asking you these kind of questions? That's what happens when you become four eyes. You ask stupid questions to your friends. You stop being cool. I'm not even asking cool questions. I'm just asking, what do you eat there, Ted? Well, four eyes. Here. We talk about it on every trip we go on. Like we should really sit down for a nice steak and this and that. Yeah. But then, like a week before the trip, it's like we're not going to do that. So let's just let's just not. What are we going to do? Show up to a steakhouse hammered at 8 p.m.? No. no. Is there a subway nearby? I just need to get some food in my stomach. That's basically what it was. <laughs> yeah. that's That sounds about right. If we eat at the free goddamn breakfast in the hotel. Oh, that's the best cereal you'll ever have. <laughs> if you're lucky, maybe some sausage links and some scrambled eggs. There was some waffle. It was a Hyatt. It was pretty nice breakfast. Oh, I have a waffle maker? Uh, no, they were already pre-cooked. Oh, I have that. But breakfast was great. The last day I was BSing with some guy. And I forget where he said he was from. And I go, let me ask you a question. 
you know anything about barbecue? And he's like, well, actually, yeah. And I forget that I followed him on Instagram, but his son runs like a famous barbecue place in Austin. Wait a second. So you just randomly ask a guy about barbecue and it turns out his son is like a massive barbecue guy? Correct. That is very random. It is. And I was like, oh, man. And then my What buddy, made you want to ask him about barbecue? Because he was from Texas. Oh, okay. So it just seemed like a natural thing. Like, you into barbecue? You know what? I think the one, one time, I think when we went to uh, San Francisco, we ran into some people from Texas. I'm pretty sure you asked them about their barbecuing or somewhere. I can't remember where we were, but it was someone from Texas and you asked about what style of barbecue did they do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So like, right. If you say you're from Texas or Oklahoma, like I just assume you barbecue. Right. That's so funny, though. It turns out that his son is like a massive like barbecue guy. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing, too, is like, right. So we went out to where the, the Dodgers played, but mm-hmm. our hotel is all just Giants and Dodgers fans because the Giants actually play in the middle of Scottsdale. OK, so they were all they were they had they were playing the Dodgers that weekend. So, I mean, people were pumped for that game. Oh, man. We tried to buy tickets today. It was already sold out by Friday afternoon. What, what great, great timing. They'll go down there right around the time of spring training. Also, that that yeah, like I get why February there's Super Bowls down there. There's everything else. Like that town is set up for that action. Yeah, that's one of the bucket list things. I don't know if it's a bucket list thing, but that's one something I'd like to do at some point is go down for a spring training. Oh, you should do it, and it's yeah. so chill and relaxed. And again, almost everybody there—not everybody, but like most people—are from out of town, so they're having fun. Or even if you live around there, like it's a great time. Like there's just thousands of people visiting. When you were in Scottsdale, did you see a lot of people driving around like the bars and the areas and in the, in the golf carts? Yeah, that's how we got around. That is amazing. <laughs> I think that's the funniest thing. Like when we went there, we were going to a bar. I can't remember what bar it was, but we were going somewhere in Scott. It was like some like private Super Bowl party at Craig Gas. I thought he was getting us into because he had credentials. I didn't realize he was going to pull the don't you know who I am card. Right. Which was very awkward because the person at the front was just like, I don't care who you are. <laughs> and so then we went around the back. And he tried it again. And I'm like, I can't believe you're going to double down on this. Like, I'm like crawling in my own skin. And in the back, it worked just fine. And we got in no problem. <laughs> Which was, But it was like, everybody's driving around in those golf carts. I'm like, this is awesome. I'm not going to say we had a good time. And I won't, but somebody in our crew got in one of those golf carts. And the guy was like, are you serious? Like, yeah, you don't owe me money, man. It, it's literally at the end of this block. But get in. I'll give you a ride. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he was like, you don't have to pay me. Like, you, you can see our, your hotel from right here. You lazy mother effers. It's not as much that as we just we just were stuck walking around in blood circles. Yeah, you lost. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Tech Talks. Starring Beatrix Smith. I recommend you make time for old friends and do some traveling, Steve. All right. That's pretty much the TED Talk this week. I like it. Yeah. And it was good. Like, for all the, deba- not debauchery, but craziness of night, like, daytime and stuff. It's just fun hanging out with people. Hanging out with the fellas. Yeah, right? Like, I don't see my brother enough. Yep. And then the two other guy. well, one guy's from up here, then the two other guys went to the math with me. So it's just good kind of trading stories and this and that and catching yep. up with people. Like, I, the one guy, Kevin, like, I had seen him. You know, like a couple things, but like we hadn't hung out in years. Yeah. So it was like, right, like he's married with three kids now and stuff. So it's kind of nice catching up on that stuff. No, I'm looking for, I mean, it, it's crazy to even consider them old friends, but like, you know, the, the, the donkeys have been around forever, but we haven't been a team in forever. Right. And we're all, I, last I heard, and I think it's still happening in a month from now, we're doing a big hockey tournament 
that's it's in in Tacoma. So it's not like we're like going on like one of our trips, which honestly, when I agreed originally, I thought we were going on one of our trips. All right. And then I found out it was in Tacoma. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I went, I don't think that's as much fun, but you know, but then I was like, but I'm going to get to see all the boys again. So that made it fun again. You know, oh, yeah. like, yeah, it'll but, be awesome. Oh, it'll be great. But I was like, you know how it is. Like, it'd be way more fun to get an Airbnb in Portland <laughs> and then wake up in, early in the morning or somewhat earlier in the afternoon and Get some breakfast burritos and eat them in the hot eat tub. Eat them in the hot tub. That's yeah. still a great. I think I was talking about that this still weekend. the greatest thing ever. I know. You, me, and Takla <laughs> carefully eating breakfast burritos in a hot tub so we don't spill any of our breakfast burrito in the tub. I was so scared. But you guys were like, you could do it. You just got to be careful. And they were delicious. They were so good. And I think the fact that we had to be more focused with all of our, our bites made it taste better. Yeah. That and also were severely hungover, and anything at that moment t- was right. like going to feel good, and especially a greasy <laughs> egg burrito. We just needed actual fuel. Yeah. But uh, so that's exciting. But then talk about traveling, going to head off to Vegas this weekend. I know. For I saw- one night and one night only. <laughs> Man, Do been- you know how insane it's going to be down there? Yes. All the bros like us that were in Scottsdale this past weekend. You know where they are next weekend? Vegas. Vegas for the NCAA tournament. March Madness is going on. I know. Thank you, Sarah, for planning your wedding during March Madness. All of us would have saved a lot more money if you would have just planned it a couple weeks later. I I blatantly told her the other day, I go, do you have any single friends? And she was like, yeah. Like, why are you asking me? I was like, oh, they're... They're not going to pay for a drink in Vegas. Yeah. Because I've heard it's a lot of like groups like I just went with. A lot of dudes. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, because I'm going to now come up with Steve. <laughs> oh, no, I just meant, like, if anybody in that wedding oh, is boy. an actual single woman, like, yeah. you should definitely go to the bars those night. Like, there'll be groups of guys, like, like me and my buddies, like, being like, can we buy it? Yeah. I should post up next to those single girls, but not act like I know them, and they can get the free drink, and then you just slide it over to me. So I get a free drink, and then, they have no, then another guy will come up. Just like an assembly line. It might work. I, I mean, crazier things. I'm sure somebody's already done that. Knowing, knowing how this world is, Ted. But yeah, Vegas, I'm going for just one night. Leaving on Saturday, coming back on Sunday. All going right. for the wedding of the century, as Sarah from our show is getting married. It's going to be fun. It will be. It's going to be bonkers. And the, I mean, look, that was the other thing. We lucked out. Apparently, the weather hadn't been so warm in the desert. Yeah. Like, it had been like almost chilly for people. So, like, but it was like 80 degrees this weekend. I would imagine... If it's like that in Scottsdale, I bet or, or uh, Nevada is probably the same temperature. I've been looking at the temperatures, and we're talking maybe mid sixties. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, that's wild. If not low sixties, so I'm, I'm a little concerned because I'm not packing much. All right, because well, I'm flying Spirit, and I didn't know that. Why flying Spirit? Great idea for saving a couple dollars, but now I understand why you save a couple dollars because anything that you want on top of the actual ticket to get on the plane is going to cost you money. Even like a carry on? Yes. No kidding. I thought for sure, like, I never do carry-on because I just don't like having to carry, like, one of those wheelie bags and put it up above. Like, I'll just bring something that has, like, you know, my charger, uh, some candy, and that's about it. Like, a little little carry-on bag, almost like a fanny pack. All right. But I was like, all right, you know what? I'll just do a carry-on. I got one. I'll throw it up above. That way I don't have to worry about pay- I go online, and I'm, like, setting um, – first of all, like, in order to pick a seat, I had to pay $12. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, otherwise they're assigned. So right. I was like – all right, great. And then if I want to pick a seat with a little extra leg room, it's like 30 bucks. Exit row was like 30 bucks. Like, I'm like, okay, this is how they're making their money. And I'm like, and then I see, click here if you want to purchase overhead uh, carry on luggage, uh, like pass, or whatever it is. I'm like, well, okay, well, what's that going to be? Like 20, 30 bucks? $65, Ted. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, no, not for one night. I don't, I'm not going to pack that much. 
So then I go, but they said, I'm like, you can't carry anything on. I go on and they're like, no, you're allowed to carry a certain size bag. Dude, this bag is like maybe like 16 inches by 16 inches and by five inches. Like it's a tiny, it's a tiny thing, right? All right. So I go on Amazon to see if I can find that bag. Lo and behold, Amazon's got like an entire section of stuff. If you just type in spirit air. Uh, oh, no kidding. They, they, they have bags that have been made specifically so that you can travel spirit for free. And they're like $12 for these bags. So I'm like, screw it. At $12 is a lot cheaper than $65. I'll yeah. buy one. It shows up. First of all, the thing is like flimsy as all hell. But I'm like, I only need it for one night. I finally open it up. I don't even know what the hell I'm going to fit in this thing, man. Like I'm probably going to be able to fit like a pair of pants, a shirt, and my underwear. It's tiny. I mean, that's almost a trip like, so a backpack would be too big. Backpack would be too big. I'm, that's what I'm saying, man. It's like, almost like one of those messenger bags. You know, all like right. The, like, oh, yeah. But but smaller. And you, what time's the wedding? Uh, five-ish. I mean, I would almost just wear, like, like jeans I'm going to wear to the wedding. Yep. Or, unless you're wearing a suit. But if, nope. Right. If you're just wearing jeans and, like, a button-up, yep. I would just wear that on the plane and then bring make, maybe a pair of underwear and socks to change into. See, I'm thinking I might put on some joggers. For, yeah, that's that, way, that way I could wear those at night and I'll be comfortable on the plane. Yep. And then just pack the jeans and the dress shirt and a pair of underwear and socks. But like originally I was going to pack some shoes. I'm like, I'm just going to I'm just going to rock my, I, I got a new pair of Nike, some high top black ones. I'm like, they're nice enough. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like Danny's wearing like a suit that is made to look like a disco ball. So I don't think by me wearing Plus sneakers, it's, no, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, a bad look. And it's a, it's a, it's, it's a Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Sarah's wedding dress isn't even a wedding dress. It's yeah. a romper. So I don't think she's going to have, like, legit, it's a, a romper. Oh, no I, don't think, I don't think I'm walking in and people are like, wow, you're, you're a little underdressed for this wedding. In yeah. fact, I told Sarah what I was planning on wedding, wearing. She's like, she's like, not as crazy as I'd hope, but I'll, I'll go with it. I'm like, all right, perfect. As long as you're okay with it. Because I was thinking about going in a tracksuit. That would have been dope. Yeah, and I was even looking online. But like the one I wanted like was crazy fluorescent colors and all this. And I was like, if I pack this or if I even wear this onto the plane, I'm probably going to get pulled over by TSA for a full drug test. Like, you know, because like I look like a pimp like or a drug dealer in this. Like, I don't want to have to deal with that. <laughs> so. But yeah, dude, that's like minimal packing. That's why going for one night, not a big deal. If I had to go for a couple nights, I'd probably have to drop that 65. My recommendation, just buy a little thing of travel deodorant. Yo, yeah, I'm I did not because oh, I yeah. just took two carry-ons, a backpack and a carry-on with me, and didn't even think about. It. I bought like the little, or not little, but the aerosol can. Yeah, and the guy's like, "You can't bring this through," and I was like, "Uh, damn it! All right, just throw it out." Are you you're an aerosol deodorant guy? I am. Interesting. Yeah, I'm more of like the kind of rolly stick gel kind. I used to be a clear gel guy, and yeah. then uh, Dove Fresh Blast. All right, Dove makes a aerosol can. I love it. Yeah, they had that, but then you can't like sneak it up your shirt and give yourself a little quick little whoop whoop. I guess you couldn't. I don't know. I'll spray it up there. I don't care. All right. Yeah, you know what? It's a lawless world under your armpits. <laughs> That's funny, but let's not put that out there. It's a lawless world under your armpits. <laughs> yeah, we don't need people like violating you. Fanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sports. Oh, I'm excited to talk sports. The thrill of victory. And the agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great, Great popcorn. popcorn.
this just then. My wife texted me. She got back from gymnastics with Tatum, and uh, she was not good at all. So embarrassing. Oh, that's well. How many times has she been going? Oh, quite a bit. Okay, and she's been on a good run, man. Yesterday's ballet class, best performance by her yet to date. She had a nap before, and you could tell her focus was there. She was all listening right. to the teacher. What did we do today? I have no idea. Today was gymnastics. I just like that she was not good. So embarrassing. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's not a competition. I think it's funny because like Sid gets embarrassed by be- like I, I don't, I'm not like I'm not like stoked when my kid has a meltdown, but like I don't get embarrassed. Like, oh, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she's being. Oh, so like she wasn't behaving. I think that's. I thought I thought that yeah. text was just like her form was terrible. <gasps> oh no, I don't think my wife has gotten to that point of being like a, a gymnastics mom. I hope not. Otherwise, her and I are having a conversation. That's why I was like, damn. Man, I don't that get sounds... that. I don't get that vibe when I go to ballet class with her. Like we're just laughing most of the time. <laughs> no, I don't think she did her like her front front rolls bad or anything like that. I think she was probably just melting down or not listening to the teacher. Yeah, but it's better, too, is that's a little kid gymnastic class, so there's other parents there. Yeah. It, it, it's only a little rough when there's, like, not a lot of other parents. Right. If you're, like, at, like, a restaurant and you're the only one with a kid and they're crying. Yeah. That's embarrassing. I can understand that. But this, you're around other parents that deal with their kids doing, quote, unquote, embarrassing things. I wouldn't care. <laughs> Go ahead. Make a fool of yourself. You're around parents that have seen their kids make fools of themselves, too. I think the biggest news, you got the NCAA tournament starting tomorrow. I have not paid any attention. Gonzaga is still good. I know that. They are. Yeah. Maryland made the tournament. They're play- Ironically, they're playing West Virginia tomorrow morning, like one of the first games of the tournament. Have you done a bracket? I need to finish filling mine out for, with some of my cousins. What kind of money are you putting down on that? I can't remember if it was 20 or 25. And how much could you make? Steve, I didn't know. Okay. Somebody said, hey, we're running a bracket for one one of my cousin's kids. Okay, fair. I was like, all right, I'm in. And it just gives you, a, I haven't done a bracket in years. Gives you interest into the tournament. Correct. Yeah. And this and this weekend is the weekend, right? If you're a sports nerd, like there's just games on all day. And even, you know what I mean? And especially in Vegas, like you can just go to a sports book and watch them. Right, right, right. Made a, we made a bet at a, sports, at a sports book at a casino down there. They have sports books just everywhere. And it's legal in Arizona. You could just do it on your phone. But we made a bet, and we lost the ticket. And I think the ticket won. We're like, we blew, we lost that sixty dollars. <laughs> At least it was just sixty bucks. That would have sucked. Well, it was like, like a wanna... twenty five dollar bet that paid out sixty. That's pretty cool. But we were all fired up. Like, oh, what should yeah. we pick? And somebody in the group was like, "Take this hockey game and the over on goals." So we were like, "All right, screw it. Yeah, we'll pick them to win and the over." And so you picked the Dallas Stars over the Kraken. I get it. <laughs> you know what? It was a Caps game. So they're all Capitals fans. Okay, fair. All Caps, <laughs> right? So it's just funny. Like Sunday night, it's like. Yeah, we who knows. Hopefully somebody found it and you know what? Eh, take sixty bucks. Yeah, good for them. <laughs> uh, uh, the see. big news we're gonna talk about is uh the man, the myth, the legend, Aaron Rodgers, baby. Oh, okay. So all right. I was talking about this in the office as soon as I came in. Oh, were you? Oh, did you not hear me no. bitching about it? No. <sighs> so he goes on McAfee today and basically says nothing. Says he He, he his, says this, I got the audio. Oh, nice. At this point as I sit here, you know, I think since Friday uh, I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Okay. Um, and I haven't been holding anything up at this point. It's been compensation that the Packers are trying to get. And then the best part is then Ian Rappaport does a report about it and really makes a very simple statement. He wants to play for the Jets. The deal is not done. The Jets and the Packers are negotiating a deal to try to get him to the Jets, something the Packers have been open to, I would say, for 
For some time, uh, the deal probably will be done, but it is not done yet. <laughs> I think it's just the giant deals. He, he, he's been doing this for, th- what, the last two or three years? Yes. And then he made such a big deal about it, uh, like, oh, all right, I'm going on McAfee's show, finally going to give everybody a decision. Yeah. I'm in my dark room, now I'm at McAfee. Yeah, like, it's my intention, like, so you, so it, nothing's really changed. You no. want to go play for, like, you go to just let somebody leak out that you want to go play for the Jets. And also, like, there was a picture of them with their cars, like, meeting you over the weekend. Like, this isn't shocking. It's such a weird thing to be like, my intention is to play for them. But are you? Uh, well, it hasn't been announced just yet. It hasn't been confirmed. And, and the financials haven't been figured out yet. I'm like, okay, no, don't say anything. I, I mean, to his credit, I guess if you're trying to stay in the news cycle, he does that. But I yeah. feel like more and more, like, people just are annoyed with him. He's so annoying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everything about, like, ever since he discovered mushrooms, he's become the most annoying person in football. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even I with, would not want to do mushrooms with him. Now he 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 would drive me insane. What football player would you want to do mushrooms with? Ooh, that's a good question. And are we talking current? I mean, if it's not current, then I would take Ricky Williams. Oh, if it's not current, I'm going Luke Wilson. Ooh, well, that's a good one. Yeah, current or Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn could be fun. I think playing video games on mushrooms with Marshawn would be a lot of fun. Yeah, like I'd say Gronk, but also like Ooh. I don't know. You could end up. I want to do Molly with Gronk. <laughs> yeah, right. You could end up in a strange, not a strange bar, but just too intense. Can we leave? Come on, bro. Just stab the guy. Come on, he's already bleeding out. Just finish him. You never stabbed a dude. <laughs> what, what, what happened? And then the next morning, you realize Gronk wasn't stabbing anybody. You weren't even with Gronk. No, you were just some weird dude with a flat top right, that just happens to be a giant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh yes i mean aaron Rodgers. i like it looks like but also like if you're the packers like do you really like what is it like the packers are gonna want what two first round picks or something right like i don't like the, the jets have that you'd still have to pay them some of the money i think it's just like yeah, it's not as easy. Like the NBA, it seems like you just kind of walk into your boss and go, I'm tired of this team. I'm a good player. Ship me off. Right, right, right. And like, they, all right, where do you want to go? Yeah, right. Like Kevin Durant's already a son and already done for the season. Like, just like, yeah. yeah, he was done with Brooklyn. It is weird, though, because I'm, if I'm like, you know, the Packers, I'm like, dude, like, thanks a lot. Like, you're really not helping our negotiation tactics by just basically saying you want out and you want to go to the Jets. Well, and if I'm a Jets player, it's like, are we trading away like our future for one year? Is he gonna is he gonna stay later? Can he right. can he play two or three more years? How like, old is he? Is he forty? How old is Aaron Rodgers? He's not as old as Tom Brady, but I bet he's around he's forty. Be, I I would imagine over thirty eight. Wouldn't you think? Yes. I mean, I, I, that's just my guess. So yeah, what do you get? Maybe two years, three years tops with Aaron Rodgers? Maybe, but I think he only has a year left on his deal. So that's what I'm saying. All right, he's thirty nine. Thirty nine. Right, so like, if I'm a Jets player, that's what I'd be more annoyed about. Like, what right. are we, what are we trading away for this guy? And you see, he 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 uh, also like told uh, what's his face, uh, Adam Schefter, uh, th- to lose his number. You think that's real? I mean, Schefter posted the. the I the saw him post that. I saw. I literally, I just saw that like an hour ago. I mean, why wouldn't it? But also, like, he's not really going to lose your number. He's got Aaron Rodgers' number. He's going to reach out to you when he needs a story. It's also weird to me that Aaron Rodgers is like, ah, these guys get everything wrong in the sports media and stuff. 
Jets did just hire or sign a player that was reportedly on your list. Yes, they already have a coach that was reportedly on your list, and that's the problem. I think like the the yeah, or those a couple of reporters are saying that he gave a list to the Jets of the people that he wants on the team. Right. So then to be like, ah, it's complete BS. They're making this up. It's like, is it? It's mainstream media, man. <laughs> right. I just ate another cap and a stem bra. Right. Well, that's the other thing. Like, like you still are. Like, I think he's more than a football player. He's a human. But also, like, at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers, we know you because you're a really good football player. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know some of the crew he runs around with. It's like, well, yeah, but like, Rogan's an actual broadcaster, technically a podcaster, but whatever. Sure. He has one of the biggest shows in the country. Right. If he wants to take shots at, at mainstream media, fine. Right. But it's like, you're your quarterback. Yes. <laughs> That's how we know you. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with all that. And then the Seahawks, they're making moves, man. Pretty excited about, uh, what is it? Uh, oh, crap. What the hell is his name? Uh, Draymond Jones. All right. And I saw the Jets, are, is it the Jets or the, or the Eagles are going to release uh, Slay? Yes. And I, I mean, that it could just be because my algorithm has Seattle stuff. But I was like, I'm already hearing rumors he might come to Seattle. Would you see like his wife, Slay's wife? Was like saying something, and Quandre Diggs is like, "You and your man just need to move to Seattle." Quandre Diggs has become my hero. He's just reaching out to every free agent, saying, "Seattle's an awesome spot. You should play with us." Like he's full on assistant general manager. Just like he's just tweeting at Bobby Wagner. He's tweeting at everybody. Like uh, some center that was just released by I think Buffalo. I don't remember where or or by the Colts. I think some Kelly guy or whatever. He's just like Geno Smith. This guy's free for us, man. We should get. And like I'm like, what is going on? Like no chill. Why? I mean, why not? I love it. And like, look, I talk about it, right? We were talking about this weekend, right? Is they were like, they were like, I was like, you got to understand when you live in Seattle, especially if you play for the Seahawks, but even like the job we do, because we're all in KSW, like yeah. people in the Northwest love Northwest stuff. Yes. You know what I mean? Like if you play here, like the, the fans will absolutely freaking love you. When I heard like an interview with him, he did with uh, Corbin Smith, who does like a locked on Seahawks podcast. I, I, I enjoy his podcast actually. Dude. I got to give a quick prop statement. If you can, and if you haven't done it yet, I know it's on YouTube. It might be on like podcast places as well. He did an interview with Quandre Diggs. All right. And legit, and I'm not just saying this for, I don't know Corbin. So all I know of him is like he's popped on King Five a couple times. I like his tweets. But yeah. like, I don't know much else about the guy. So it's not like me trying to like, you know, butter up to him or a buddy that I'm trying to show. It was, in my opinion, a master's class in how to interview an athlete or anyone really. He had such great questions. And he was, and it was, it was. Wasn't done. he a teacher? He, I think he might have been. And I think he was a coach, a football. Coach. Okay, yeah. So his knowledge, he was smart enough to know like how to talk to a football player, like know the lingo, but not get too nerdy with the lingo where you're, where you're losing someone like me. I was gonna say, right? If you get too caught up in the X's and O's, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna lose the average. Fan. So it's like he's almost like kind of still keeps it kind of blue collar in the sense of like, ah, you know, I don't, I'm just a dude that loves football, but also his questions were great, his follow up questions were great. Quandre, you could tell they have a good relationship from over the years, but like it was just a great, it was as good of an interview as I could hear, and I loved it. Everything about it. And it was cool to hear Quandre be like, "Yeah, when I was in Detroit, I I always wished that I could go play in Seattle. I always heard great things about Seattle, and that's why I didn't want to leave." Yeah, yeah. I I'm still like we always say, I can't wait for the thirty for thirty on the Legion of Boom and yes. those Seahawks teams. Oh, but I am very interested. Like if you told me there was a ninety minute special coming out. On Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, because they seem like two different dudes, but yet, I, I don't know, there's something that bonds them. Maybe it's just being a quarterback, but like, you, you kind of, 
like being the quarterback of an NFL team, like you're not just throwing the football. Yep. You know what I mean? You're the face of the franchise for the most part. You got to answer all the questions. You got to kind of, you got to rally the crew. You know what I mean? Like, look, obviously they don't hang out with the defense a ton, but like, you still got to have buddies on that side of the defense. 100%. You have to be, I mean, look at someone like Marshawn Lynch, granted not a quarterback, but I think what made him so loved by the entire team was because the def- he, he bonded with the defensemen as well. Like he was, he made it a point to like be buddies with everyone on the team. Right. And Marshawn's a good example of somebody who, in my mind, arguably was the face, face of our franchise, but wasn't actually the quarterback. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. There's something with Aaron Rodgers and and Russell Wilson where it's both like, all right, like you know what I mean. And like, look, we, I think I might have a theory on it. Give it to me. I, uh, and, and they're completely different quarterbacks, but I feel like they've both created and believe way too much into their own hype. Oh, that's you know that's probably nailing it on the head. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're both like just so in they're just all about themselves in their own unique way. But like more so than any other quarterback I, I I know of, you know that I don't pay attention enough to like say oh it could just be like it could be like Joe Burrow, but I don't get that vibe from any other quarterback. But you're right, like those two are just very they're almost parallel in the sense of their own ego. Yeah, it's just wild. Yeah, but yeah, two different dudes. Oh, I mean, I would love to see Russell Wilson on mushrooms. <laughs> he needs to go to a dark room. <laughs> Not with Sierra. I mean, hey, if it fixes his finger any quicker, I'm sure he would. <laughs> Let me see. I heal like a Wolverine. Oh, yeah, I miss unlimited. Well, and it's just funny. They're both kind of going down this path oh, of man. being like massively loved quarterbacks. Russell, like we said, we started feeling bad for him. I still like, all right, we, I, I, I try not to pile on anymore. Yeah. But it's like they both somehow in the last two years have gone down this spiral where it's like, Damn. It was quick. Yeah. Super. You went from having a legacy with the team that you were on to really alienating the fan base. Yeah. Like, I, I think at the end of the day, most of us have a lo- we'll always have love for Russ. Of course. But it's not the same level as it would have been if he just went to the other team and like you didn't hear all these stories, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. That, that, I mean, and honestly, like, I hope he does well this season. Now that like we don't need his draft picks, you know, like although did they get another draft pick from Denver this year? Do I want, don't know. I can't. I, last year was the big deal year. I'm with you. And and honestly, I think with Sean Payton seeing what he did with Drew Brees, like I think I think Denver's going to turn this microphone. This year. <laughs> no, I am not touching. It. You haven't touched it, and it's falling apart. <laughs> okay, the no, rubber is breaking off of it. I'm just trying to. I was like, or that's the second time something has broken on this, and I literally haven't physically no, touched it. You're an aggressive talker. <laughs> you're, you're 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 talking the rubber off of it. Jesus. <laughs> I have lost my train of thought. Sorry. No, I agree. I hope John Payton and Russell Wilson have a fun season. Yeah, like I think yeah. the Broncos could be close to the team everybody thought they were going to be last year. I do love that. I, I uh, messaged one of my buddies when uh, the, the news was announced that uh, uh, Draymond Jones was coming to Seattle and got that big deal. And I was just like, dude, did you see this? And he goes, he wrote something to the extent of one of my buddies from college. He's just like, huge uh, Broncos fan. He's like, F you for, first of all, you give us Russell Wilson and now you take Jones from us. Go F yourself. <laughs> That's pretty spot on for him. And I respond with, let's ride. <laughs> he find, it took about 24 hours before he responded to that. And he's like, he just wrote LOL. I think yeah. I was like, Derek, what do you want from me? Like, I was just telling you, I didn't know if you knew. All right. One last question with Russell Wilson. Yes. I still don't know why that social media team put out those tweets of him saying, let's ride. I still think... It, like it started off bad putting that out there. Yes. And it's like, like you almost like screwed him over. And it's like sometimes the bet, like 
You don't need to just put out everything. I didn't get it either because it didn't make him look good. No. It didn't add anything. It, it gave a peek behind a curtain of him talking in front of a green screen, just saying, let's ride a bunch of weird ways. Yeah. Like, I just, I was like, man, I feel like they set him up for a failure, right? Now, granted, that had nothing to do with his play, but it was just like, people were already clowning him before the season started. Do you think started. he might have rubbed the social media person the wrong way and they're just like, F it. Oh, dude, I'm just giving a behind the scenes peek at what our quarterback is doing. QB3. He's just doing this cool stuff. QB3. I hope you know what honestly that would make more sense. He, I would. He I'd, pissed off the social media yes. person, and they were like, "The hell with them." And it's so great. What makes that whole the whole thing so great is that it's done in front of a green screen because then people are just able to have a field day with editing on it. Yeah, like, and they did. Just, I know, and that you made it easier for them. <laughs> All right, I know you got to go uh, next week. I don't believe I will be here. Okay. Yeah, because we're off. All right. So <laughs> let's ride. <laughs> We can still come in and bang one out. Oh, can we? Yeah. I'm going to just drive from Puyallup, and my wife's going to want me to watch our kid. I like that. Can we? Yes, Steve. It's fine with me. <laughs> Says the guy who's already obligated to be here. <laughs> sure, Dan. I'll see you on my day off. <laughs> if I can make it happen, I'll try and make it happen. All right. I'll stay in touch. Yeah, don't hold your breath. <laughs> All right, we'll be back soon. Yeah, Maybe we'll, next week. They're, right. We, we'll be around. Life is full of non-guarantees. Just consider this one of many. <laughs> Tell that to Lamar Jackson. Oh. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. Let's rock. Let's rock.